Hi, everyone. Welcome to Job Creators Radio Show, an international talk radio show focused on individuals, families, professionals, and organizations committed to meaningful employment for persons with disabilities. I'm your host, Sean Smith, founder of Don't Dis My Ability. I'm just going to check in to ensure that our special guest is with us. Today we have Stephen, uh, sorry, Steve Rohr, uh, publicist for the Oscars, uh, spearheading both domestic and international publicity for the annual telecast, aired live in the United States on the ABC television network and via broadcast partners in 225 different countries and territories to a worldwide audience of several hundred million. Prior to becoming a media expert and the show publicist for the Oscars, Steve founded and led his own LA-based entertainment public relations agency, representing award-winning actors, recording artists, personalities, authors, and film. Steve's corporate clients included Sony Entertainment Music Group and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. He's a member of the Television Academy, voting on Primetime Emmy Awards, and the Publicist Guild. So we're going to check in now to see if Steve is ready to join us. Hello, Steve Roy. Sean, hey there. Wow, Hi. I'd like to meet this person you just introduced. <laughs> well, it, I'm it talking can't possibly be me. Can't it, possibly be me. You know what? It's. I know it seems surreal on my end, so I can only imagine how it feels on your end to be you. Well, it, it, <laughs> it feels great to be on this show, I'll tell you that. You know, I really feel honored to be asked, truly, truly. It's a, such an important topic, and you're doing such great work, Sean, and just a privilege to be part of, a small part of what you're doing, a little bit of the journey here. Small but significant, I, I have to say, Steve, like having you on for, for what you do to help kind of, you know, bl- help uh, help us to kind of blow this up, um, you know, to reach a larger audience. Is, That's is a good word. It's time to blow some stuff up, Sean. It's time to blow some stuff up. Well, you know, I'm speaking as a, I, I like to say, a temporarily abled person because we're, we're all <laughs> at some point in our lives are going to, you know, be facing certain things that are going to be challenges for us. So, and I do believe that, you know, the best people to speak on this topic are those who live with it every day. But, you know, again, we've got to do this together. We have to work together because it's, it it involves all of us. And the impact is, you know, personal becomes very personal to everybody uh, when you're talking about diversity issues, especially. Well, and everybody knows somebody with a disability, right? Statistically, it's impossible not to. So this this does affect everyone. Yeah. In in the United States here, what 20% of the population is is living with a disability of some sort, 20%. That's huge. Probably more, actually. You know, I don't know if these are self-reported numbers or how they're getting these numbers, but look, he, he, there's so much stigma around disability. Who who wants to report that? So we might be dealing with huge, huge numbers. And when it comes to Hollywood, well, we're not doing such a great job, Sean. <laughs> we're not we're not doing a great job, you know. of the characters, you know, who are disabled on television are played by able-bodied actors. That's the statistic that the uh, Rutterman Family Foundation came up with. So we're we're not, we're not um, hitting the mark quite yet. 
Well, and, and that, you know, I, I find that really interesting. But there, recently, I know there has been a, a slight increase uh, of actors with developmental disabilities in, in Hollywood. What, how, what is the positive impact of having individuals with disabilities in Hollywood? Well, I think it's absolutely imperative, absolutely imperative. Look, I look at acting as, you know, a craft. I think it's illuminating the human condition and we get to tell all kinds of stories that maybe wouldn't come to light. And I do believe that able-bodied actors can play disabled characters. That's, you know, that's acting, that is bringing that to life. But if, if someone who is, you know, who is living with a disability plays a character who's living with a disability, I really think there's a richer experience there. I think that that's really deeper truth telling. And I would like to see more of that because, you know, at some level, the audience gets, you know, off the hook when they see an able-bodied person playing someone who has a disability. In other words, look, you know, this magical transformation somebody who goes from being able-bodied to now playing somebody with a disability, then going to able-bodied again. And so then we can feel great about that. But again, the deeper truth is, look, this person is living with this, you know, disability. They're playing somebody with a disability and they still have to live with it. And that's, I think, a different kind of approach. And you know what, Sean, I would like to see somebody living with a disability playing a character who is just a character just a right. person living in their life. Wouldn't that be kind of nice? Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be interesting? They don't have to play a character that is living with a disability. They're just a person. I think that would be kind of, I don't, is that wacky? Am I asking for too much here? You know, this is, I don't, you know, really. Not on. at all. I, I think that's when we'll know when inclusion has actually happened. Exactly. You know, and you look at other models for the minorities in Hollywood. You know, I'm Asian American. Asian Canadian too. So, uh, you know, I take a look at that. And for so long, this issue has been a black and white issue, literally a black and white issue. I think that is a losing proposition. It is a no win game because as soon as you make it black and white, that's what the stakes are. But I think the stakes are far greater. You know, guess who gets left out of the conversation when we talk about diversity? People living with disabilities which is the largest minority population in the U.S. That's the fact of the matter. And always left out, almost always left out. Now, Asian Americans also left out, so I'm feeling the pain. It becomes very personal. You know, Asian Americans yep. are the fastest growing minority population in the U.S., the fastest growing. People do not take Asian Americans into account. So at some level, you know, it does, again, become personal to me. Because, look, if they're doing it to me, they'll do it to somebody else. And my life is enriched. My life is enriched by having all kinds of people, you know, running in and out of it. That that just makes life so much more interesting, fun. I think it makes me more interesting as a person. Like, look, you know, I, I have different points of view. And we do know that when we have diversity, we're so much stronger you see this in business, you see this in schools, you see this everywhere, everywhere. The, the evidence is overwhelming that the more diverse voices you have in the room, the better decision-making you'll have. 
And quite frankly, you'll have a lot more fun. That's really the truth of it. Absolutely. And part of how we're doing this is, is the, the trailblazing conference. And I hope uh, towards the end, we're going to open the, the lines up and we're actually going to give away two VIP tickets to trailblazing. And I'm hoping you'll okay. help me out with, now, the, uh, with the contest. Well, let me tell you, I am so sorry I'm going to miss that conference because you have some incredible speakers. It just so happens that I'm booked to be someplace else at the time. But if I had a magic, <laughs> I don't know, flying saucer, I would absolutely be there. Because you've got, what, Temple Grandin is going to be there, right? We do. But in all fairness, you weren't able to attend, but you did set us up pretty well. Did I? <laughs> well, I mean, I'll let you share who you were able to connect us with. Well, you know, sure. So one of my heroes is Eileen Gruba, who is a phenomenal actress here in Hollywood. She is one of these people who is, is working. She's an absolutely working actor. You've seen her on all kinds of shows. And she's also a person who will not let it go will not let the idea that okay now i'm now i'm working so that's good it's that whole tokenism thing i'm working so i'm just going to just go about my business and be successful no eileen gruba is saying wait a second we need to we need to be far more aware of people living with disabilities we need to be much more welcoming into hollywood and so she's just a, she's just been a, a great hero to me, and she's speaking right. So this yeah. is a, this is going to be quite a quite a phenomenal roster. And every day I see another great person show up uh, speaking as well. So Eileen Gruba, you've seen her on Criminal Minds, you've seen her on Bones, you've seen her on Masters of Sex, you've seen her on Dexter. Oh yeah, yeah, you've seen her a lot on Sons of Anarchy. You know, this woman is is big time, and she's Actor Studio. And I don't know, Sean, if you're aware, but Actor Studio is is hugely uh, prominent in in Hollywood in New York. It's uh, you know the go-to place where actors are trained, and she is she's the real deal. But she's also the real deal because she's not willing to just you know work herself without looking back and, and looking around at her brothers and sisters and saying, wait, wait a second. <laughs> I can't be the only one doing this, but there are other great, right. you know, people uh, living with disabilities who are also advocating. And I think that is absolutely critical, you know, back to, and I can only speak from my experience back to being an Asian American, Asian Canadian, you see, you know, we, we can sit and blame and we can say, look, okay, there are no Asian roles in Hollywood. And we, we know this is a catch 22. People say, well, we can't find any Asians to play these Asian roles, but all the Asian roles are then made into, you know, white roles or they're played by white people. This is true. Historically, this is true. And that doesn't help us. Right. So why would you want to ever go into acting if you're Asian when there aren't any roles? You wouldn't. But right. on the other hand, I think there's a responsibility for Asian Americans and Asian Canadians, Asians all over the world, to speak up and to say, wait, this is not this is not good. This is not the way it should be. And we'd like to have a part to play, quite literally, in Hollywood. And so that means 
that means a lot of things. It has to be a bit of a cultural shift. I think that's happening right now where, you know, Asians are not necessarily just going into math and sciences and that's going to be what the deal is. I think there has to be more, you know, creativity and there, people have to be looking for creative outlets, but also at the same time, there, there have to be Asian people standing up and saying, this is not okay. It is not okay. So what you're doing, Sean, is exactly the right thing. You're saying, this is not okay. It's not okay. Any way you look at it, you cannot justify it. You know, it, I think it is morally morally wrong. I think that it, it is completely uh, against everything that, that, you know, I believe in for sure. But what we believe in as a society, what we talk about, yet we're doing it. So it, it takes somebody like you, it takes somebody like Ivan Grubit, it takes, you know, all of us to stand up and say, wait a second now, forget it. We're not, we're not doing, we're not, we're not playing this game anymore. And so is, do you notice a, a positive shift in television and film with an influx uh, people with a social conscience who are kind of stepping up and saying, you know, we need to have individuals with developmental disabilities represented in television and film. Is there a shift happening? Cause I, I see a little bit, but. Yeah, I do feel a shift before there was just nothing right? Nobody would ever say anything. And it was just status quo and and people just took it for what it was. But, you know, the more people are coming forward in general, talking about, you know, the autism spectrum or talking about, you know, living with, you know, a disability or, you know, veterans coming back, the more you hear that, the more you, more it just filters into society and eventually into Hollywood. So I, I am seeing more of it, and we can't stop. We can't stop. And I really do think, Sean, again, that the best people to advocate are the people who are living with disability. That is, there's no question about that, because I can't come in and be a savior. Nobody can come in and be a savior. That's just, you know, kind of gross. <laughs> That's not the way it yeah. works. But at the same time, people who are temporarily abled need to say something. They need to speak up because it does affect, it does impact all of us. It really does. And we, we know that, you know, I don't want to get too political here, but, you know, we have a, a president who mocked a reporter who, you know, is living with a disability, a reporter he knew very, very well over many, many years, and then went on television and really, I think, you know, did all of us a great disservice by making fun of this person in a very bullyish way. And he can say he doesn't know this person or whatever, but he he does, you know, it's, it's verifiable. Well, re- re- regardless, regardless, he, the, knowing or not knowing would, wouldn't make it right either way. And I think that's, Ab- it, it's you, hard thank because you for that. we're, yeah. you know, we, we look to people of authority or people in, in media for someone we can relate to and, and to, you know, model positive behavior. And when it's not there, uh, whether it be, you know, somebody in a position of authority or even somebody with a disability who's watching TV and, and not being able to, um, you know, see anyone like them to, you know what I mean, to, to relate to or share that common experience, it kind of makes it seem like it's, it's out of reach. Thank you. Be. You just, you really, you said it so much better than I did. You absolutely <laughs> hit it. Absolutely hit it. You know, 
and then when you again you like you said when you have somebody in authority who is now modeling this I, I think it's disgraceful behavior it's absolutely disgraceful whether it was the president or anybody else it's it just disgraceful disgrace I was horrified horrified but then you know what do kids think and then you look on television you look in on move in movies and you say well where am I where am I reflected in a positive way or at least a way that is is somehow normal because living with a disability living with you know that's that's normal right that's normal you've got all these challenges but you the, the idea that you're somehow fringe is ridiculous if 20% of americans are living with a disability that's not fringe that's a that's that's a lot of people so that, you know, I just had to get that in because that was one thing that has has haunted sure. me, continues to haunt me. And again, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not great with bullies. I don't I don't love me some bullies, and that's what it felt like to me. And it felt it felt personal to me in many ways. It felt personal because it means that anybody who's different, you know, is you know on <laughs> on the chopping block is is fodder for some kind of weird comedy and it was absolutely, absolutely wrong absolutely wrong yep. it's terrible uh, a, a slight against one is a slight against all absolutely the, the one thing that i do want to to say is it's not only in front of the camera where we need to see some change and some activity with people living with disabilities and you know other minorities really it's not just in front of the camera. There's so many great jobs in Hollywood where people can use their skills. So you've got writers, you have sound editors, you have directors, producers, costume designers, makeup artists, hairstylists. You've got all of these incredible jobs where I'd like, love to see, love to see more diversity. Number one, it's just good <laughs> to have more voices in the room better decisions, better quality of work. Number two, that's where a lot of the change can happen from within. So if you're in a writer's room and you don't have anybody living with a disability in that writer's room and you're writing this character who's living with a disability, how authentic can that voice possibly be? I can only sort of guess. I can sort of imagine what it would be. Well, how authentic is that? It can be done, but it doesn't mean it's going to be done in an authentic way. But imagine having a writer who actually lives with a disability writing that character. How much richer would that character be? Oh, my gosh. It would be night and day, I think. And that's where the difference can come from as well, for, again, from inside within the industry. What about a director? Now, look, people are going to say, well, that's maybe a lot of accommodation. Okay, now we have to accommodate. Oh, fine. You know, big deal. You know, if it takes a little bit more understanding, a little bit more patience, big deal, because the the impact and the benefits to all of us, I think, are enormous and far outweigh any kind of accommodation you have to make. Truly, truly, truly. And, you know, you know, come on. How, how difficult is, is it to open the door? It really isn't that difficult. And if you have to be a little bit more patient or a little bit more accommodating, fine. That's how I feel about it. Because again, 
we all get better from it. We all get better from it. We all benefit. And it, it's, I, I really feel that the shift is, is starting to happen. Um, there are more roles for individuals in who are not in a kind of less than light. You know, typically individuals with disabilities have been looked at as, as less than, and now there's a more empowering um, status or, or role for actors with developmental disabilities where, you know, they're, they're more empowered. And I, I see a shift and, I, and I'm wondering, Steve, how do you envision we as the, the job creators movement can play a, a larger role in pushing inclusion in, in Hollywood beyond having this conversation? Well, this conversation is huge, Sean. This conversation is huge. What you're doing is has such an incredible impact. It does take people starting to tell the story. It does take people like you having the show, because it, it. I think what it does is it gives other people permission to speak up. It, it's tough to step out. You know, Hollywood, especially, is a very tough town in many ways. It's highly competitive. And once you're in the door, you really don't want to jeopardize that. That's kind of the feeling. So you don't really want to rock the boat too much. But having other people step up and say, this is not, this is not okay, we need to make some changes, I think that is highly encouraging. And again, we'll get permission to step into the light and say, we need to also say something. But it also, I think, is a message to a lot of people who are aspiring Hollywood people that that a change is coming because I do feel a change is coming. The the more you you talk about it, the more you're in the people's face. Really, is when the change comes. You know, that, I think that's where Asian Americans have been a, a bit late to the party. You know, every time you know a, an Asian role went to a white person, or every time an Asian character was written out of a project, there was not one word. Nobody said anything. It wasn't a big right. deal. I, I remember many years ago, there was a show called The Other Half, and it was an answer to The View or The Talk or The Social. So you had four guys, five guys, sitting around talking about issues. So you had the Latino guy, you had the African-American, you had the older white guy, you had the younger white guy, and you were missing somebody, an Asian male and nobody seemed to think that was a problem nobody said anything now if there hadn't been a latino or african-american or a white person well i think that there would have been an issue with that but nobody found it a problem so speaking up constantly being vigilant and it can be exhausting but the payoff will be huge the payoff will be huge it is it really is. And, it, and it's, you know, no one ever said being awesome would be easy. <laughs> well, I, I know, but, 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 you know, you know, uh, being awesome can be awesome, right? can be absolutely awesome. And it makes us all better. It really does. And it's not, mm, I, I guess, I guess for me, it's, it's really about doing the right thing when it comes right down to it. And I think people are, are, are pretty good at heart. You know, I think that people really want to do the right thing, but they really don't know how to do the right thing. 
even I get, you know, sensitive to the fact that, you know, I'm a temporarily able-bodied person and what do I call people and how do I be respectful to people? And I'm always nervous about that. I really am because I, I think people should call themselves what they need to be called or what they want to be called. That's empowering. I don't get to mm-hmm. choose what you're called, right? So I get a little nervous about that, which I have to get over or just, you know, live with, but it, I have to move through it somehow. So when you're, when you're looking at, especially people with living dis, with disabilities, maybe some people just don't want to offend. Maybe that's their thing. And so they're just going to avoid it altogether. But that's on us. That, that's the reality. I, I think a lot of times rather than, than saying something, people say nothing, which, which is the wrong yeah. approach. And we're well, just yeah. we're entering, and, and, entering the five-minute mark, Steve. So I just I want to make sure that we give these two VIP tickets away because it's just going to be nuts. So let's open up uh, the, the lines to the callers. We've got a, a few people on. Uh, so, Steve, I'm going to ask you to pick a number uh, from one to ten. And I'm going to scroll uh, through the list, and I'm going to we're going to give it some tickets away, buddy. Okay. How about nine? Lucky number nine. All right. Hello, caller. Hello, you are on the line. They're on hold, but no one's there now. Okay, should I pick another number? Uh, I'm just, I'm going to wait one second and see if we, hello, caller? Hello, caller. Let's just see. Hi there, you're on Job Creators. No, no one there. So let's pick, let's pick another number, Steve. Okay, it's my fault because I picked nine. So let, I'm going to pick what I, because originally I was going to pick three. Let's see if let's, let's see if caller right. three is there. Let's see. Hi, Hi there, you're Aaron Bolma here. Hey, Aaron, how you doing? Good. How are you, Sean? Good. You are live on the air with myself and Steve Rohr, and you are the lucky recipient of a VIP ticket to Trailblazing 2017. Really? Holy crap. Holy shoot. Wow. That's great. Um, I'm really jealous. uh, Yeah. And how are you doing, Steve? I'm great. How are you doing? Well, you're, you're doing great, too, because you just won two tickets to this great event. Actually, one Excellent. one ticket. We've got one one more one to give ticket. away. Okay, one ticket. One okay, ticket. One, one more, more to, to give away. Okay, Aaron, so where do you live? Thanks. Um, well, I live in uh, Jacksontown, New Brunswick. So, uh, eleven twenty, Route five sixty. Oh well, let's oh, get your address out. No, no, let's, uh, no, no, no. But I've, just I've, in general. Okay, got it. I've got oh, your okay, number, sorry, Aaron. Sorry. Oh. So that, that that's all right. We're we're live, so you might not want to give that away. But I've got your phone number. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And, of course, of course. And I'm. I'm yep. going to let you go because we've got to get to another caller, but I've got your number and someone will be, will be in touch to uh, let you know how you can get your ticket. Okay. Awesome. Uh, now are we, uh, are, are we able to talk about disabilities or are we, or just, uh, or is it, or I'm is, af- is it calling? For- it's What's just, that? I'm afraid today it's just a call in to, uh, to give away the tickets. Uh, so okay. I've, I've okay. got to let you go cause we've got to get to, uh, to another lucky winner, but thanks for calling in. Okay, thank you very much, Sean. Thanks, Stephen. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.
So, he's a local guy. Uh, he's, he lives about an hour away from me. Uh, oh, he's a very, cool. very interesting guy. Uh, cool, so cool. we're just, we had a, a few people seven? hang up. So I'm seven. I'm just waiting for yeah. a few more calls to, uh, to call in. But um, while we're waiting, uh, I would like to recognize and say thanks to Florida Light and Power for sponsoring this episode. Uh, huge shout out and thank you to them. Uh, they're also a huge uh, sponsor for Trailblazing 2017. And Tell me again, this is Florida Light and Power? Florida Light and Power. Florida. I'm going to try to follow them right now on social media. Good, good sure. for them. That's what it also takes. It takes people from the community and great organizations, great companies like Florida Light and Power to step up and say, we believe in this. I love that. I absolutely love that. So kudos to them. That, that's, where, that's where it also happens from like-minded and courageous people. So I great, agree. great, great. That's awesome. And so we're about to close. I just want to say, please remember, uh, you know, well, first, thank you, Steve, for coming on. Uh, you can find oh, links to Steve's social media profiles on the Job Creators Radio Show website. Please follow and promote our guests as they continue to do the same for us. Uh, Steve has been a huge, huge uh, supporter of the Job Creators Movement, Picasso Weinstein and, and Trailblazing, um, and, and myself, just my ability. So thank you so much oh, Sean, for all of your support. I would follow you anywhere, buddy. I would follow you anywhere. You're awesome. You're incredible. Absolutely incredible. Thank you. Are you still there, Steve? Yep, I still am. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the the show just ended. Uh, yeah. But th- thanks a lot. I don't I don't think anybody can hear us. No. Well, if they can, I just want to say thank you, Sean. You know, I, I, when I said it was a privilege to be on this show, I I really. I truly meant it and I mean it because, you know, again, I'm not, I don't, I don't have the challenges you have and the fact that you've invited me into the world to be a bit of an advocate in some kind of way, you know, and I say that humbly, believe me, modestly, it's not, I don't, don't think I'm trying to save anybody here, but the fact that you, oh, I, I, I don't, Steve. I, I know you're the real deal, man. Like there's no, well, <laughs> You know, uh, you know, we're just all trying to do our part, right? You know, and it just, quite frankly, Sean, it just pisses me off the way, the way people with disabilities are treated. It just pisses me off. I'm just, I cannot, I get very, you know, and I try to stay calm about it, but it really, you know, it's so wrong. It is so wrong. And, uh, but I appreciate you allowing me to <laughs> just talk about it when I'm not the, you know, Maybe I'm not the best person to talk about it, but I'm I'm always doing it, so I appreciate it. Well, and it, and this, and it needs this, to be done. Yeah, this half hour went really fast, super fast. I knew it would. So <laughs> it's oh I knew my it would. gosh, but I loved it, and I hope that you got what you needed from me. And if you need anything else, of course, we're going to stay in good good touch here. And awesome, uh, the show will be put up, and then I'll and I you know what I haven't been putting any graphics up because your graphics are so awesome. They're great. Picasso you know, Einstein, man. Like they're, oh, my gosh, they're so good. You know, I usually phenomenal. put them together. People help me put them together. And I was looking at those, and I was like, well, what can I do that's better? Nothing. <laughs> so I just keep retweeting yeah. everything because it's awesome. But I think what you're doing is wonderful, Sean. You've really 
look at you. When did we speak? I know we've got to get off this line, but I know we, we spoke. Uh, January. I don't know. If it was, yeah. And look what you've done since January in six months. Is that nuts? It's, uh, it's, it's surreal. But, you know, a big part of it, Steve, is like I really just kind of keep my nose down and, and plug away and things yeah. happen. I'm, I'm really and kind you're of also, breaking. Oh, you're, you're, you're doing it. You're becoming one of the voices. Did you realize that? You really are. You're becoming uh, this. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I, I love it. I know you're very humble. But, you know, what you're doing is so important. And I'm so proud to know you. So proud to be your friend. Because what you're doing is critical. And you're actually doing something. There are a lot of people who just sit around and, you know, talk about it. You're like on the radio now. You're doing this conference now. You're like running all over the world now. You know, come on. It's really impressive. And I guarantee you, guarantee you that what you're doing is making a difference. It's made a difference in my life and made a difference, you know, I I know in a lot of people, you know, look at all these people who are, who follow the show and are following you and many, many more will. Many, many more. You're blown up. So, yeah. So uh, in a few years, please take my phone call. And, uh, oh, and <laughs> so hey, man, if, if uh, can, I'm, I'm hoping that at some point I'll, I'll, I'll be able to, to hire you. <laughs> I'll be able to oh afford your services. That, well, that's my you know goal. what, you, for what you're doing, you know, it's, it's really important that, uh, you know, you keep going. I think it organically will happen for you. It already is. The door is open. It, you're going through it. And it, it it's does. just going to keep going. Mm-hmm. People and, find uh, me with, like a, they do. I, I break, I break conventional business models because people will say like, you know, how do you reach people? And really, like, I have conversations with people, and they see the value in in what I do, and then they offer me work instead well, of me it. saying this is what I do and trying to find it. That's right. And your network is getting bigger and bigger. And with Picasso, um, I what I always get this wrong. Einstein, right? Picasso, Einstein. Right. That's. I don't know who they are, where they came from, other than they're they're incredible, and what they're doing is such, you know, valuable work. And to pair with them, I think is fantastic. So you're doing everything right, doing everything right, Sean. Well, and of course, that means, that I that means a lot coming help. from you. Well, you know, I'll just do my little part, and I'm here if you need me. Sure. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm happy to do it. More than happy to do it. All right, I'll let you go. And All right, man. What else do we need to talk about? That's it. That's Obviously, it. Obviously, we're going to be connected a lot here. And when it goes, when it posts, then I will I'll put it out there for people to listen to. So just take me on whatever, and then I'll yeah. put it they're, out there. They're pretty good. Too. Like some, sometimes uh, they'll have it out. It's always out the same day. So well, it, it could be. 30 minutes from now it could be a couple of hours but they're pretty good about getting getting it out and um, I'm a new uh, when we hang up I'm going to send the email to connect you to uh, different brands oh that's awesome I appreciate that yeah they're all great right. man they're, all, they're also another great well, company you're, so. you're incredible you're, you're, you're my hero too yeah I mean is my hero you're my hero too really truly and uh, I, again thank you thank you and I will see you online. <laughs> yeah. you know, fighting the good fight, you know? We just keep going. Because, you know, 
a lot, a lot has happened, but there's a lot more to do. A lot more to do. Always. Always. Okay. All right, man. Have All a right. great day. Thank you. You too. All right.